Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. All right, rolling along, presented by Progressive Insurance. Let me take care of a little business. A reminder, you can watch our show on the ESPN app whenever you want. Click on watch, look for hashtag Greeny and enjoy. We come to you live every day from the Seaport District at Pier 17. We're brought to you by Chase. The draft is tonight. You will hear, excuse me, it's tomorrow night, and you will hear all the coverage on ESPN Radio, most of these ESPN Radio stations, 7 o'clock Eastern, uh, and also on the ESPN app. And the great Diana Rossini is in studio with me, and good enough to hang out a little extra time. So I'm going to take, I'm going to throw open the phones. Let's just do some football calls here. It's June. Ah, we might as well. Yeah. Numbers 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. If you have questions for Diana, she will give you answers because she knows as much as anyone. <laughs> Let me give you a couple yeah. takes. Sure. Let me just give you a couple of takes. There's two teams I think are being... Slightly overlooked, maybe more than slightly. Maybe I say this out of my own being conditioned to be fearful. I think New England is going to be much better than people expect. I think they have a really good defense. Mm -hmm. I think that the biggest problem they had last year, and I don't know what the hell Bill thought he was doing, but the combination of Matt Patricia and Joe Judge had no more business trying to develop a young quarterback than I do. And I think that absolutely set back their season and the development of Mac Jones. But now I think they've gotten it right. They went out and they got him a a, a guy who has proved he knows how to develop a quarterback in Bill O'Brien. They have a good running game. I think they're going to get DeAndre Hopkins, which will automatically elevate their receivers room. And they still have Bill, who I think sometimes people forget just how good he is. This whole, oh, it was Brady all along thing. Well, slow down. I think the Patriots are going to be surprisingly good this year. I don't feel as confident about the New England Patriots landing DeAndre Hopkins. I, I get it. Uh, I, th- I think I agree with you that Bill O'Brien is an immediate upgrade because he at least understands what he wants, what he's doing. There's an expectation there. Even talking to people in New England, I was told it's, it's different since O'Brien's been there. It, it has changed. He's accountable. He's confident. Um, And the kid is good, Diana. Mac Jones is good. He may not be great. The book on Mac Jones was that he had a low ceiling, but he had a high floor. He was below his floor last year, and that was because of the coaching. Mike, the Patriots are one of those teams that they're weird to me, right? We don't really know what they are right now. It's difficult because you you do paint a picture of some of the the advantages they have or the great qualities like a great defense are always going to have a fabulous defense. But this is a team that did not spend a lot of money this past year. We know that they've never been that aggressive in free agency. They did two years ago, but they didn't do much. And that doesn't mean you're not going to have results if you don't do much. We see teams all the time stay quiet. The Cowboys very rarely get involved in free agency. The Colts as well. But I don't think, I still don't believe they've done enough on the offensive side to help out Mac Jones. Which is where DeAndre Hopkins which would change could be. everything. I, I, I know the meeting went well. I would be interested in the dynamics, the makeup, and all those important factors to be a New England Patriot that come into account when they're signing a player. There are it is different in New England. You hear it all the time, and there's a reason. That's what the players share with you. It, if you're going to take a meeting in New England, you better have a different expectation of what is expected from you as a player as well. So I'm not sure how much that's going to line up, but I know DeAndre Hopkins wants to get paid. He wants to go in there and make a lot of money, like we've mentioned about Odell Beckham Bel- Jr.'s contract, very similar one. So we'll see if the Titans are going to be able to, to win out 
uh, against uh, the New England Patriots here. If perhaps another team comes in, it's still early. There's still time, way a lot of time before training camp, um, where you think that they're going to want someone like DeAndre Hopkins, you know, there to to, to, get, to get accustomed to to a new offense. And let me give you another one. Sure. Another team that I feel like is being overlooked is Green Bay. I think when I hear people talk, Green Bay has the longest odds of any team to win the NFC North. Feels strange to me. Now, once upon a time. They demonstrated that you get a quarterback in, you let him learn from a legendary player, you bring in a player who's got some talent, they have an offensive coach who I think knows what he's doing. I think Jordan Love is going to be good. He doesn't have to be as good as Rodgers was at his apex. It's very unlikely he will be. Rodgers is one of the greatest players that ever lived. But unless they just missed so badly that it's unimaginable, Jordan Love should be about as ready to play as any quarterback who's ever stepped out there as a starter for the first time. They've got a good running game. They've got a lot of really good players on defense. They have two young receivers who started showing a lot of promise at the end of last year in Christian Watson and Romeo Dobbs. I think the Packers are a team people are overlooking. We're so sure Detroit's going to be so good. We're so sure Chicago's going to be better, which they will be, but they were the worst team in the NFL last year. And Minnesota was kind of fugazi, and they lose Dalvin Cook. I think Green Bay has a real shot to be in this thing all the way through the season. I think a lot of fans are listening, uh, or at least recalling, some of the things that were said about Jordan Love and Camp this time last year. Um, and we, were, we weren't hearing great things, right? In fact, over the last few seasons, those that have been around the Packers and have seen Jordan Love take reps have all shared that he just doesn't look ready. They're just not ready to be all in on him. And I think it's hard to lose sight of that because we haven't seen enough of him. It's hard to forget those sentiments as well. How much could he have grown? How, how much better could he have gotten since last year when he hasn't played, right? I believe that Jordan Love is actually going to be the weakest link of this Packers team, which is going to be the reason he, that team is held back, right? You're right. They do have young receivers. They also have some older leader, you know, older vets that are like the leadership of the team. You know, you have Bakhtiari on the offensive line. You've got Kenny Clark, um, you know, who's a tremendous player. It's what makes their defense so good, but, you know, you could make an argument if their defense can lock in and keep them in these games and these wide receivers can create some plays. Maybe Jordan Love doesn't need to be great. Maybe he just needs to be okay. And they may be able to get by depending on how the rest of this division shakes out. Which There's- is not that good. I mean, again, well, unless Detroit is great, then, and, and maybe they will be. They came on like a house on they, fire at the end of last season. They and they're lost, ready again. They lose the receiver, though, this gambling thing. That's the, what's his name? Jameson Williams, the yep. kid from Alabama. That's bad. That's just bad mojo to start your season yeah, with. Yeah, you definitely don't want to deal with that. But they're, they're a team that's found its identity, right? They're, they're a grinding kind of team. And I think they want to play off the success that they had last year. I thought it was so interesting, Greeny. Um, during the Super Bowl, I, I ran into Jared Goff at, a, at an event yeah. at the Waste Management. And he and I were just chatting, and people just kept coming up to him. And they were so genuinely happy to meet him and hug him. And, and I, was over, you know, I was eavesdropping on the conversation. They were all Detroit people. And they were thanking him for the success and life he's brought to Detroit. And so I said to him, I said, is, this, is it different in Detroit than it was in L.A. for you? He said, did you just see what those people did? Mm. They, they meant that. And, and I feel that I owe this to them. And I feel part of the city. And it was such an authentic moment and I know that probably sounds absurd if you're listening to this no, like well, all absurd. athletes feel that that is a beaten down fan base it, it was I mean, it's a fan base that yeah. 
really felt grateful that he was able to give them life again. And I, I think they are, they're going to be addicted to that feeling and want to continue that success. And with a head coach that they have, I think they're going to be able to replicate you it. You know who loves them is Lewis Riddick. I mean, Lewis Riddick, I mean, every time I have him on, he's talking <laughs> about them making the, the, the conference championship you know, game. So I, maybe they will. I come on this show, you know, and I'm singing the praises of a team like the Detroit Lions and no one's paying attention to. Meantime, a week ago, I'm on the red carpet with the Kansas City Chiefs. Yes. Mike, when you're around this team, there is such a difference between good and great. These guys are, you know, there's so much talk about how difficult it is to win a Super Bowl back-to-back. I've talked to Teddy Bruschi about this for years. We've mm. got into it, the details of why it's so hard, emotionally, physically, all of it. This is a team that I truly think could go out there and do what the Patriots did in 0304. I think this roster, right, because nothing's changing that much. They're going to get the Chris Jones deal done most likely, right? So let's say that was your Didn't biggest concern. they lose concern. the left tackle? Go, go. Yeah, but they've already replaced them. They're, they, they feel very comfortable with where they're at from top to bottom. There's no major holes. This is a team that figured out the wide receiver situation that was a disaster you know, when they trade away, oh, excuse me, we thought was a disaster when they traded Tyreek Hill. And then they go on. Oh, the they kid they got from the Giants is going to be, and everyone's Kadarius telling me it's going to be a star. Right? They, Patrick Mahomes told me, I have no idea who my number one receiver is, and that's a good thing. He's like, it's so competitive out on the field right now. This is These are OTAs. Yeah. He's like, every day someone else is showing Sky Moore, right? Remember last year? Sure. during the yeah. He was a major contributor during the, during the end of that stretch there for them. He was getting, Andy Reid told me he was getting the most targets during practice, right? So this is a guy that can emerge as a superstar. So my, my point of all this, and, and I'm not trying to poo-poo on Detroit Lions fans out there, but when a team is built the way the Kansas City Chiefs do, it's almost jarring when you're around them and you're talking the game with them, the consistency. And these are guys who know how to win that. I, I am not counting out the Kansas City Chiefs. I will not doubt this team until Patrick Mahomes retires. Oh, no. I, I, mean- I just, you know. Are no the, one in their right mind would. The Detroit Lions believe they can win the Super Bowl, right? We could go through the whole league right now, I bet you, quickly in one sentence say, is this team built to win a Super Bowl this year? And, and there'd be a lot of teams right now, I think, that are not. Like, do you think the Packers right now are built to win no, a Super Bowl? not to win the Super Bowl, no. No, no. But I think they're going to be better than everybody said. Everyone thinks. I'm not saying the Patriots are going to win the Super Bowl either. No, no I think, it, it, let's do this. Let's take a short break. We're going to come back. I'm going to take those calls, I promise. We'll get a bunch of questions. We never do this, but let's have some fun. We'll take some football questions for Diana next. 888-SAY-ESPN. And we'll put together the list. And then at the end, we'll see if we were right. In, in, in February, you and I will, will reconvene and we'll see if we were right. If we could limit it right now. Oh, this would be a fun game. Right now, we will name five teams, okay. and one of them has to be the Super Bowl champion. Okay. And if in, if in mid-February we were wrong, then we have to do something. I don't even know what. Well, but like, it's, like, it's like we're losing a bet, but we're in this together. I'm going to put junk food all over your living room. Okay. <laughs> we'll do something. Uh, but that's what we'll do, and we'll take those calls next. Back in a flash on ESPN Radio. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do big, small, and when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. 
Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Greeny, G-R-E-E-N-Y. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Greeny, the podcast. Greeny and Diana with you here on ESPN Radio having a little fun. And we never do this. Let's take a few calls for Diana. We got football questions. She's fired up. Look at her dancing. I'm fired up because I associate certain songs and music with certain teams. Like this is the Eagles song. This is what the Eagles come out to every game. I'm not a fan of them at all, but... This comes on, and it's like, oh, my God. But Eagles your husband are is a fan of them. Unfortunately. And we'll, we'll talk about that, I'm sure, on the show at some point over the season. But when I covered the Super Bowl this year in Arizona, you had the Eagles come out to this song, and then you had the Chiefs come out to just, you know, they, they do the, the traditional Kansas yeah. City Chiefs chant. Uh-huh. And I remember thinking, is it old school way or new school way? Who's winning this thing? And we know who won. Well, we know who won, but I, I look – not because the quarterback of the other team wasn't up to it. I love that kid. I I, I love Jalen Hurts. Like I can't even Ugh. begin to tell you. All right, but we're right. gonna do we're gonna do a few quick phone calls here. So Cam, tell me what you got. Let's do a couple of quick questions for Diana. Anywhere you want to go in the NFL that makes sense, Cam. Who's first up? We got David in Virginia. All right, David. What's your question for Diana? If Tua stays healthy, can the doll my Dolphins get to the AFC Championship game? as hard as that uh, AFC is. This is what I love about Dolphins fans. He's in Virginia. They're everywhere. Right. They're the most popular team, I feel like, in our country. I see Dolphins fans everywhere. All right, so here, here's the thing. The roster of this team is built to win, and the health is always going to be the biggest part about this, David. And you're right. If two, Well, not right, because your question is, can he stay healthy? And if he does, will they have success? Absolutely. I think that's the biggest question mark when we dive into – what this team can be. Guys, Vic Fangio did not come out of retirement to coach a team that he thought would just be a 500 team, right? He knows that they're special. They have an opportunity here to go all the way. Oh, I'm going to, I'm, okay. I'm, I'm, you, I, I thought you, thought you I was didn't say, say the it until then. No. I will say this. If you could tell me right now that Tua was going to be healthy the overwhelming majority of the season and standing when it ends, I would put them right there with Kansas City and say they're the favorites in the entire conference. They have more talent than any other team in the AFC, inclusive of everyone. People aren't paying attention. They've added Bradley Chubb and Jalen Ramsey on the defensive Mm -hmm. side. They have Tyreek and Waddle on the offensive side. The question, though, is they don't have a safety net. 
Mike White is not a safety net. Mike White is not ready to take that team to a Super Bowl if and when Tua eventually goes down. And the Dolphin fans all think that I hate them, and I don't hate them at all. They're an extraordinarily talented team. But the quarterback is beyond injury-prone. The head stuff is not a joke. That's horrible. Candidly, I think a lot of people believe he should have retired. And that is the that is not only the only yeah. question mark, it's the biggest question in the whole sport. And they try to do a better job of improving their their offensive line. It's still not great, right? They, they signed Isaiah, Isaiah Wynn. You know, it kind of looks like right now they're just trying to roll out guys that can just get the job done, right? right. They're, not, they're nothing special at this point. Um, but it seems that they have given to a everything they possibly can from a training standpoint. We know the jiu-jitsu story by now that he's done everything to possi- he possibly can do in control to try to stay healthy. And, and, and we, we've discussed this so much. He doesn't want to be the face of concussions. He's trying to break out of this. But this is another team, too, by the way, that is going to dig around a little bit under the Dalvin Cook situation, right? Dalvin, we know, is from the area. He, is, he kind of flirted on social media with posting that picture of him after the Vikings released him, uh, you know, picture of him at the Hard Rock Stadium, right? Yeah. Right away, got everyone talking. So, you know, I know that the Dolphins, from talking to them, they, they feel really good about their running backs room, but they have that same attitude your New York Jets have, which is, if this is a player that can make us better, then then we have to look into this. So this will be interesting to see which one of these teams in this division are willing to get and perhaps get him. They're the best team if they're healthy. I think they're better than Buffalo. I think they're better than the Jets. I think they're better than Cincinnati. I think they're better than anybody except Kansas City. And, and, and they, candidly, top to bottom, I think are actually more talented than Kansas City. But Mahomes is the great equalizer. Mm-hmm. Cam, give me another one. We got Brandon in Michigan. Brandon, what's your question for Diana? Hey, I, don't, I have less of a question, more of I just wanted to give you guys some props. Um, you know, I love hearing people give some positivity for the Detroit Lions. Uh, Greenberg, you said it earlier, though, you're worried about the Patriots, you know, because they're always kind of good. Um, you know, I'm a born and raised Detroit fan, so I'm always worried they're going to be bad. And with the Jameson Williams thing to start the season, it's just, uh, it's just got a bad taste and just seems like the Lions. But uh, only time will tell, right? Yeah, I don't like the juju. I mean, I don't, that that sort of starts everything off bad. I don't mean like that. You know what I mean by that? Like the the vibe of it, I don't like. I, the, there's something about having everything is coming together, and they finally got him healthy at the end of last season, and he's supposed to be, look. That kid was going to be the number one receiver in a draft that included Garrett Wilson, and that but he tore up his knee. And now we got now. What's he going to miss the first six games? That yeah, feels like and, a bad loss. And there's some talk that that. That, that could perhaps get chained, but I, I don't believe that will wind up be something that gets chained. But they the Lions really have such a solid core of players to what your point is. Just they've been able to build this. We know what they are now, right? And so you improve some of the decision-making that Jared Goff um, – you know, went, went through last year and because he had some games too where you're like, ah, man, what are you thinking there? Right. And I know that's something, and even having that conversation with him during the Super Bowl, that is a like priority one for him in just improving that mental side and decision making for him, uh, for, for them to, to flourish on offense. So, um, look, if you're a Detroit Lion fan, you need to just be excited based on the significant leap that they've taken over the last few seasons as now here we are on a Wednesday in June talking about your team possibly being able to win this division. Yeah. Absolutely. And it is a much lesser division in a much lesser conference than my team is. You know, I'm I'm conditioned the same way, which is to say I'm always just assuming that the worst possible outcome is right around the corner. I actually feel optimistic right now, but the Jets are in a brutally tough division and a brutally tough conference. The Lions are in neither of those. Let me get one more. Cam, give me one more call. 
Tom in Oakland. Tom, go. What's your question for Diana? I want to know if the Raiders are going to uh, better off the Jets. Who's going to have a better record? Who's going to be better, the Raiders or the Jets? Yeah. The Jets are going to be way better than the Raiders. The Raiders, is, there's not even any question in my mind that the Jets are going to be better than the yeah, Raiders. Yeah, look, the, I, I have to believe that the Raiders sign Jimmy Garoppolo because in their minds, they believe that they can make a deep playoff run. You don't do that. You don't bring a Jimmy Garoppolo at that point on that contract unless you think you can win and have success. But again, this is a defense that has struggled year in and year out. And until I see that improvement, I'm not, it's hard for me to say that this team has a chance of being really good this year because we're not sure. So if we're just going to compare though, Jets to the Raiders, I mean, Look at the Raiders division. Denver's going to be better because of Sean Payton, unquestionably. The Chargers made the playoffs last year, and they have a young, developing superstar at quarterback. The Chiefs are the best team in football. At least they have the best quarterback, and they're the defending Super Bowl champs. Um, And the Jets division is tough, but it's not quite what that is. All right, we have one more piece of business we're going to take care of today. After a short break, Diana and I are going to name five teams. We'll do this together. We have, to pre- per- we have to correctly predict the Super Bowl champion. We have five teams to choose from. Okay. And if one of those five teams isn't the Super Bowl champion, we have time between now and February to yes. figure out what. No, I already know what I want. Uh, I would like for you and Stace to babysit my sons, Mikey and Joey, so my husband, Kevin, and I can just go to dinner in peace. One hour at a restaurant that you're going to pay for as well. <laughs> okay. Whereas you babysitting and dinner but, on Mike and Stace. But you're getting this wrong, too. We're picking these together. But but if I wind up being wrong in this, and the, there's oh, so some... So we're going to do it separately, meaning we'll go head-to-head against each other. Absolute, I get my five and you get your absolutely. five. Absolutely. Done. So, oh, I don't want to be conjoined with you. You're okay. the Jets, Jets, Jets. Oh, your five answers will be Jets. <laughs> well, no, only three of the five will be Jets. All right, we'll come back and we'll pick our five back in a flash on ESPN Radio. Greeny, the podcast. Greeny. Greeny. Chris Russo trying to say Diana's name. Now, I just heard the report from Chris a couple seconds ago from uh, Diane uh, Uccini, uh, how you pronounce her last name, who said Atlanta is not going to be in the mix for this. (laughs) (laughs) Diane uh, Uccini. (laughs) That's a dish, right? (laughs) You got both names wrong. Oh, my God, that is. He got both her names wrong. It's not Diane, and it's definitely not Ruccini. (laughs) Oh, he's so fabulous. That is so good. Should we start calling her Diane Ruccini now? <laughs> I think we have to. This is Greeny. And Diane Ruccini is in studio with us. Did you tell me you went over and talked to Chris today? I did. I finally introduced myself. So I grew up listening to him. So I was actually so excited to meet him. Um, it definitely hurt my feelings a little bit that he couldn't pronounce my name the right way, but I understand he's busy. He's got more important people to talk about on the air. But I went up to him and I said, hi, Chris, my name is Diana Rusini. <laughs> like I hit every letter almost obnoxiously, but maybe he did something for me that I didn't realize as I was listening to that clip just there. I was thinking if you saw me from Arrowhead Stadium reporting about Patrick Mahomes' ankle injury and I said back to you in the studio, I'm Diane Ruccini. That's so much more memorable. Diane Rossini is very basic, very boring. Very, you almost just, you know what my life is without me having to share it. I don't agree. But Diane Rossini, I mean, that, that person is a newsbreaker. That person is owning the story. You know, you want to get your information from Diane Rossini. I don't know. Rossini sounds like a pasta. 
Right? Like you could get a variety of different. No, I get it. But it sounds like you can get a variety. Would you like the fettuccine? Would you, yeah. I'll have the Ruccini marinara. Like mm-hmm. it just sounds too much. Like, like Diana Rossini is a name. I like it. I personally like it. One way or another, I love Chris Russo. And anytime he mispronounced, candidly, there is nothing better that can happen you for your career than having your name mispronounced by the mad dog. Having said that, we've got a game. And this is the game we're going to play. Diana and I are each going to name five teams. We're going to do this today on January, on June 21st, the first day of summer, ironically. We're going to each pick five teams. Now, Cam was suggesting that we don't get to pick any of the same teams. We did it like in a draft. So that way, only one of us can win. Mm. And the idea that I had is that we will wait until the Super Bowl is over, and the Super Bowl champ has to be on our list of five teams. We have to pick five teams today, and we have to correctly project the Super Bowl champion. Now, Cam is saying if we did it in draft form, just making this up, I say Jets, you say yep. Chiefs, I say blah, and then that way we can't both win. Ah. But now you're not really picking the five teams you believe in most, sure. and that's really what I want from this exercise. So, Cam, that was good producing. I like the thought, but I like it better our way. I'll take it. So, but we will announce them one at a time. So give me your first team again. You have to, and and, and the loser will have to do something. You said you're going to drop off your two infants. You've got little Mikey, my namesake, and little Joey. And you and Kev are going to come into the city. You're going to drop the babies off at my apartment. You go out for dinner. I will send you to one of my favorite restaurants and and on us. And that's, that's what you get if you win. Dinner, babysitting. And my children's safe because I've seen the inside of your home and it's very baby friendly because it's very clean. Yes, there's nothing. (laughs) There's nothing upon which they can injure themselves. Okay, so that's pretty good. And I'll I'll come up with what I want. And if if I wind up winning or when I wind up winning. So what is your first team to name? The Kansas City Chiefs. Okay. Give me a little uh, color on that. You have, we have plenty of time. Oh, give I have to give it. I know you want like a reason. A reason. I don't think anyone needs to know the reason why. We all understand they have the best quarterback. Yes, uh, I, I'm attacking this with the best head coach quarterback combo. So I'm going to give it to the Kansas City Chiefs who are determined to repeat this thing. All right. My first choice is going to be the team that I actually think is the best team in the NFL and plays in the much less competitive conference. And that is your husband, Kevin's Philadelphia Eagles. I think the rich got richer. I think they were right there. I know teams generally don't lose the Super Bowl and come back stronger, but I think there can be exceptions to that. I love that kid who plays quarterback. I love everything about him. I love his talent. I love his leadership. I love his attitude. I love Jalen Hurts. He's tremendous. I think he gets better. I think they got better. I thought they had another excellent draft. Um, you know, they drafted the kid Jalen Carter from Georgia. He's, he's, he's good. He is in the perfect spot. If he's going to have a big career, he's in the perfect spot to have it. I think you're missing the most important factor of why they're going to be good again. And Which if not is? better, the return of Jason Kelsey. He was going to retire. Right. There was a lot of talk about that. He is he's still back. playing at a high, high level. And obviously the, the nucleus of this team from a leadership standpoint. So am I allowed to now name a team that is on your list? Like, what if... Yes, wh- yeah, we, we have to... We, we can't... We can't limit... If, if we're going to have stakes, we can't limit it to... Yeah. Well, you can't so, pick the okay. same ones. So, we can't. Okay. All right. I think you can pick the same team. Yeah, you, you can okay, pick the so, same team. Okay, so I'm going to be in agreement with you with the Philadelphia Eagles. Okay. We just covered that. Okay? Okay. So, now my new fresh team. Okay, go ahead. The Cincinnati Bengals. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. This is a team who's gotten a little taste of it every year, it seems. They're getting better 
by the year, by the season, by the comfort. You talk about loving Jalen Hurts. Yeah. This is a quarterback I love. Okay. I love Joe Burrow, and here's why. Nothing shakes him, right? From all the pressure that's put on him, all the decisions that these quarterbacks have to make in a split second, it seems like that game has slowed down from, I don't even think this game was really ever that fast for him. I think he's been comfortable since the day he stepped foot on that field. Him coming into the season healthy with a defense, with a defense that's improved. They made some really good moves in the offseason and in the draft. And you have a defensive coordinator in Lou Anarumo who he just has got a grip and a pulse on this team. And he's done a really good job of figuring out the quarterbacks and offenses on the other AFC teams. He was that close to taking down Patrick Mahomes, right? We've seen we've seen them have some peak performances. So I think this is the this is the team that's going to take down Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. Yeah, I mean, look, they beat him on the road in the AFC Championship game two years ago. This past year, their performance that, in that game, they didn't play as well as they as I thought they would. He did. Burrow didn't play as well as I thought he would. But I completely agree with you. I love him. I love them. I think they're great. I think they are the team to beat in the AFC in the most loaded conference I can ever remember. So I'm with you on them. So I'm also putting them in. So we both have the Eagles. We both have the Bengals. Yep. I'm adding the San Francisco 49ers, who I think could easily have won the whole thing last year if they had a quarterback who was still standing when they played the NFC Championship game, the way that kid got knocked out. I mean, they were playing, they literally played the NFC Championship game without a quarterback. And anyone who says, oh, look at the final score, no one player could have made that difference. Yes, they could have if it was the quarterback. They literally played the NFC Championship without a quarterback. They are extraordinarily well coached. I think that guy is the best coach in the entire NFL. Kyle Shanahan, in my opinion, is the best coach in the NFL. Christian McCaffrey, I think, could easily be 1-1 on anybody's fantasy draft. He's ridiculously good and only getting better. His buddy Wyndham Clark just won the U.S. Open, by the way, so he'll be motivated to one-up him. Um, the defense <laughs> is, Trent Williams, remains and is always him. elite. The receiver, I think people overlook him, and he had a bad year, and he's talking about yeah, playing Debo, better yep. this year. They have a bu- Anyone can play quarterback for them, including Sam Darnold. I don't know what they're going to do okay. with the kid, Trey Lance. I'm going... San Francisco 49. No, I, look, you paint a picture like that and you look back at what they did last year and you're right. If, if if Brock Purdy doesn't jam up his hand there, you know, who knows what they could have done against Philadelphia uh, at the length. But I do think it's a little wild that here we are in June and we're talking about a team and I think even Vegas has them winning the NFC after the Eagles. We're, we're talking about a team that we're not even really sure about the quarterback situation. You're so confident that Kyle Shanahan can figure out this offense without us really knowing where Brock Purdy stands from an injury standpoint. Yes, because we it's know what Brock Sam Dar- Purdy we're talking about. You he know was what the Sam Darnold is. in the draft last year. Brock Purdy was Mr. Irrelevant. If he could do that with Brock Purdy, what could he do with anybody else? It almost doesn't matter who plays quarterback for I him. I think there may be a little bit of lightning in a bottle moment there where it, it, it just it worked. Let's just see if he can do it. And By I'm the not, way, I'm is Trey Lance, I'm not what is he going to What happens I, to I, him? I, Look, there were, there, were, there were talks during this offseason that perhaps they were going to take some phone calls here on Trey Lance, see about moving him. What do they get right? for him? I mean, does anyone want him? They're not going to get back what, what they gave up to get him. Oh, of course right? not. We obviously know what they did to, to move up in the draft because they thought he was the guy. Look, let's talk about this again come training camp when the injuries start happening again. We'll see how willing this team would be to move on from Trey Lance. But from what I was told, he looked pretty good in, camp, in, in during these OTAs. Um, and, or excuse me, 
that during the OTAs that Sam Darnold was actually looking very good, but yes. still, there's still some time. He's going to resurrect Arnold. I'm telling you right now, Shanahan is a brilliant coach. He is going to resurrect Arnold. So we've each named three okay. teams. Again, if you're I'm just missing. joining us here on ESPN Radio, that's Diana Russini, otherwise known as Diane Ruccini. And we are each picking five teams. We have like a little, like a little wager here, if you will. We're naming five teams on our list, and at the end of the season, one of those has to win the Super Bowl, otherwise you lose the bet. Yep. She has named Chiefs, Eagles, and Bengals. I have named Eagles, Bengals, and Niners. Uh-huh. All right, Diana, who's your next pick? The Buffalo Bills. Mm. All right. They've come so close every year. Their roster hasn't changed that much. They haven't done them. Okay, here's where they have changed. The coaching side of this. Liz, Leslie Frazier is no longer calling the defense. Sean McDermott, the head coach, is going, to be part, is going to be a play caller now on the defensive side. I know we're all paying attention to the drama between Stefan Diggs and Josh Allen. This is a big distraction, in my opinion, to what these guys are going to be able to do on the field. I think they're going to be able to put aside whatever's going on. I don't even know, Mike. I can't sit here and tell you, oh, this is about contract. It's about you know, a friendship. Who knows? Yeah. All I can tell you is I was in Orchard Park when they lost that game against the Cincinnati Bengals, and Stefan Diggs walked right by me maybe 30 seconds after the game in, in close. He mm-hmm. showered, put his clothes on, and he left. He was out of there. Doesn't want to lose anymore. I get it. Maybe they come together here and are able to figure out what has been preventing them all this year, all these years. Last year was a difficult season for this team emotionally. It was. The DeMar Hamlin thing weighed over them for months. I was around them. It, it, it was the story of the year for them, and rightfully so. I would like to see... I, I believe that they're going to recover from this. I think they learned a lot. I think they learned a lot about themselves. I think this is the year where they can do it. You are so hesitant. Oh my! I've never seen you make. No, a face I know like who that. my fifth team is going to be. I'm trying to pick my fourth team, I, 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 which is oh. to say, I know what I'm oh, saving yeah. for last. We all know what you're doing. But yeah. I'm trying to figure out who else I put on my list. I'm. Can I tell take you a risk, Mike? The God's honest truth that is that I'm. I'm tempted to pick Miami. I really am. I am tempted to pick the Dolphins. I just don't believe that Tua is going to stay healthy. I believe the first time he hits the ground the wrong way, he doesn't have to get hit hard. Then it's just over. And 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 that's the end of them. Um, but 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 in, but for, in the interest of moving it along, okay. I will pick the Dolphins. I will put the Dolphins on my list. So I've got the Eagles, Bengals, Niners, and Dolphins. You have the Chiefs, Eagles, Bengals, and Bills. Who's your fifteen? I was just thinking, I'm like, why are you making this pick so painful? Because I realize you're gonna have to babysit babies. You don't want to do that. If no, you I'm lose. ready to do it. You want to make you want to make some good guesses and bets on this thing. Who's your fifteen? So, truthfully, I had the 49ers, but I'm changing it now, and here's why. All the reasons I listed before. What I am going for, though, I think Sean Payton's going to make some magic in Denver. No, get out of here. Oh, yes, they are. They're putting the Broncos on the list. I'm going to put the Broncos on. I'm writing this down to make sure I don't forget this this season. (laughs) Oh, you won't forget it. Cam will have it. Oh, I'm sure. All right. He's going to make them that much better. He is going to take full control over this team, top to bottom, which I was told he's already done. They spent the most money than any other team in the NFL this offseason. Right, they are. You don't spend that kind of money unless you're all in. Sean Payton is not going to be part of an organization that's rebuilding. That's not happening. He's going to go in there and he's going to try to win this. And I think they're going to have some success. And what a story that would be! All right, there's Diana's list. She has the Chiefs, Eagles, Bengals, Bills, and Broncos. I have the Eagles, the Bengals, the Niners, the Dolphins, and I've got one more. 
It isn't Kansas City, and I will tell you why. Teams don't win back-to-back Super Bowls. It just doesn't happen. You never get rich betting on something that doesn't happen. This hasn't happened in two decades. I contemplated Jacksonville. I think they could take a big step forward and be much better. I contemplated Buffalo. They've actually been knocking on the door for a while. I contemplated the Cowboys, who I think have a chance to get much better. But there is only one place that we must go. There is only one team that added a surefire Hall of Fame quarterback to a roster that is loaded on the offensive side, dripping with weapons and eager to add more. To a defense that is hungry and young and ferocious and good, and once it signs, Quinn and Williams will be as good as any in the entire National Football League if they had a representative quarterback last year. They would definitively have been a playoff team and have been a team that nobody wanted a piece of, and now they've added not one, not two, but three That's not what I meant to say. Now they've added not just a good quarterback, not just a reasonable quarterback. They've added one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. My fifth team, but number one on my list, the team I am predicting will win the Super Bowl for the first time in more than 50 years is the J-E-T-S Jets, Jets, Jets. The Jets are on my list. Diana, what do you say about that? I can't wait for you to have to change diapers. No way. We're going to win this list. It's finally our time. Look, you're heading into the summer with all the hope, all finally. the options. This is this is what happens when everyone's got too much time. This Not is, time. This is something that's happening right now in my family. Everyone has too much time. We're all annoying each other already. All my brothers and sisters who are teachers, everyone's just around, right? I recently went to my beach house. I went and looked at my the wall in the yeah. living room. I said to my parents, oh, it looks so great. Look at all the pictures of all the kids. And then there was one picture frame. I had no idea who the people were. I called my mom. I said, who is that? She said, oh, that's your new family. We don't want you staying at the beach house anymore. I said, why not? They're like, we just made a family phone. <laughs> we, don't want, we don't want you in the family anymore. This is what happens when people have too much time. And you, Mike Greenberg, have too much time to no. think about this. And we're going to have to hear this for three more months. I finally have the quarterback. I finally have the quarterback. It is my time. It is our time. It is the Jets' time. The New York Jets are going to win this year. They are on my list, so let it be written, so let it be done. Diana's got to go do Sports Center. I got to go do something. I'm not sure what yet. My day's yeah, kind of wide open. Start Googling toddlers. See Learn what to do with <laughs> See you tomorrow. Diana Ruccini out. for listening to Greeny the podcast you can listen live each weekday morning at 10 eastern on espn radio or watch the show through the watch tab on the espn app also catch Greeny on get up weekday mornings at 8 on espn and also available wherever you get your podcast.